searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to, one that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids, well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, all right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique. And I am Sydney. And today we get ready to get in it. We get ready to talk about it. We get ready to uh, see what we can come up with in these conversations. So today's topic is, what is today's topic? Do you talk too much? I mean, you never shut up. Do I you said, talk too much? Mm-mm. And that came from... Hey, everybody, that came from, I woke up out of my sleep. It was about what? About maybe, it was about 4 a.m. this morning. And I woke up and I said, you know what? I talk too much. Just out of my sleep, it woke me up and I said, I think that is with a list of many. So let me be clear about that. But one of my flaws is I think I talk too much. Robin said, what'd you say? Just now, but she said, really? <laughs> I don't think that's a flaw, though. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it's a flaw. Somebody said impossible. Just impossible. Listen, <laughs> you, I mean, you do talk a lot, but you got a lot to talk about, but I don't think that I wouldn't consider it a flaw. And again, that's where the question is posed from. Do you, as an individual, talk too much? Because only you... It's one of those things when you hear you and you like, damn, I'm tired of me, then you might talk too much. Those are signs, you know, when people looking at you like, but, you know, and at any given time, any one of us can talk too much. But is it a problem that you feel that you have consistently is the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do too. and and I and 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 the reason why I say this is because I know I'm not unique, but I think in my talking too much, I talk too much before I think a situation through, yeah. and I've already spoken on it, and I've already said, okay, this is what it is, and then it's almost a guilty feeling when you say, well, I changed my mind, or I think differently because you've already spoken on it. So I think that that's one of my biggest flaws is I speak. Before I actually think it all the way through. So I guess it's almost like, is the talking too much really the flaw or is it the not taking the time out to think about what it is that you're saying that's really the flaw? That's you? Yeah, because I talk with when I get started Mm -hmm. and the passion jump in it. Passion. The passion. The passion. Yeah. When it jumps in there and it gets to going, I don't hear myself. It's just go. 
And then all of a sudden, when I done settled down, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't think I should have went that far with it. But, yeah. Now, when you do that, what would you say your litmus test within your own mind is that makes you say you went too far? Well, in the midst of it? No, like when you look or, at a retrospective, because obviously in the midst of it, you think you're giving it oh, what it needs. Cause, because in my mind, I am correct. Right. And I need to say it. Right. And I, this is how it needs to be said and how it needs to be presented. And I don't see no other sides but the side that I see. That's right. And I'm going to give it to you that way. But then once I done sat down, I see all the sides. Mm-hmm. And now I'm evaluating all the sides. And I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't have been so strong about that. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily whether I was wrong or right. It was just the fact that I didn't evaluate all the sides. So almost like is it when you say not whether it was wrong or right, are you more reflecting on the level of conviction that you spoke with more so than what it was that you said? Yeah, because I couldn't have came so strong. Okay. Because that person could have been right in there in the way they looked at it. Mm-hmm. But because in my mind at that time, I felt like, no, listen, this is how it's coming out. Mm-hmm. And this is how I'm stating it. Mm-hmm. And this is the right way. But when I sat, when I sit down and I evaluate it, and I'm and I'm reflecting with my parenting skills. That's right. That's <laughs> because right. sometimes I can kick in and say this is right, mm-hmm. and I'm not really, you know, taking in considerations that I raised some awesome individuals, and they can think too. Right. So when I sit down and reflect, sometimes I have to go back and say I'm sorry. I I shouldn't have came so strong mm-hmm. because. The way you view it is right. And the way I'm viewing it is right too, but <laughs> <laughs> but from the twenty year old mind mm-hmm. and the forty plus year old mind, mm-hmm. it could be it could vary and it could differ. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like right is right because I'm the parent and that's not always right. Okay. So we know what you talking about. Yeah, we talking yeah. about what you and the kids just yeah. Yeah, more specifically that's, that's than, my that's the worst for me because mm-hmm. any other thing I could sit and I just like okay well let me just think on this but I don't know they just have a place where I just really just be on go and I'm just on go trying to do some new stuff what's up with you Miss Robin because I'm seeing you peeping over there it, well it's crazy because yesterday I listened to this long recording about holding your tongue mm. And everything does not need to be said. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like where you have to consider the long-term effect of the words that come from your mouth Mm -hmm. on people. You know what I'm saying? Like in your situation, the things where you, you address your kids, or it could be any person for that matter, but... You feel how you feel in that moment, and it yeah. comes out as rah, 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 yeah. not considering the damage that you're doing yeah. and the harshness of your words. Oh, yeah. You know, everything just don't need to be said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some things you can hold, and yeah. we don't always have to be right. Right. We ain't. You don't have to win the argument. You right. can walk away and be like, okay. Yeah. And be okay with it and respect the differences. And, you, you know, just... Being able to hold your tongue and and control, not acting or reacting out of emotion all the time. And that goes with that, not thinking it all the way through. Because we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we jump up and get rowdy, 
And then later on, you do apologize because you finally hear what the other person was actually saying instead of just yourself. Yeah. And you might apologize. However, there are those individuals out there that part of the issue is amidst the talking too much, the inability to apologize. Because when you get older, there's something to be said about individuals to apologize because when we were growing up, the one thing I didn't really hear, I never heard my father say, I'm sorry about nothing. About nothing. Mm-mm. I never heard nothing. You know, the, the the adults you grew up listening to, they didn't apologize. So you grow up, you know, and when I got older, I heard my mom and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But when you're growing up, when you don't hear people apologize, and one of the most difficult things because it's as if you feel like you've given up your right to be. Mm-hmm. By apologizing, but don't realize what you're gaining by being able to say, you know what, in the midst of what we were doing, I may have spoken a little bit fast, Mm -hmm. and uh, 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 I want to apologize, and don't realize how quickly that can almost nullify things, because people are so used to somebody holding on to something after they've said it, that really all they were looking for is a level of acknowledgement that, you know, do you think you could have said that a little bit differently? But without that acknowledgement, it's as if you didn't hear what I was saying at all. And to Robin's point, what y'all were saying, sometimes it's not about win or lose because we have this need, I think, as people. We need people on our side. And when you're correct in what it is that you're standing for, there's a level of need that you have to have to be on the side of right more so than you should have a need for people to be right on your side because where they are with what they're thinking may not be where you are and vice versa. And you, as you said earlier, you come to find out later on all of what you were saying that seemed so right in that moment that you expounded about with such conviction now it's wrong exactly so to your point uh, and what you were saying earlier Monique in reference to uh, talking so much it keeps coming back to you can't you can't grow a a flower till you first plant a seed so Sound like I'm about to ask you for some money now (laughs) sound like I'm about to ask you for a couple dollars for the Red River Cloth of knowledge what? about the sit up to you. But it's like you can't have a flower unless you plant a seed, and you can't say a word before you first have a thought. Mm. So we start thinking about what it is that we say before we say it. It can help us not say some of the things so quickly that we'll regret, regret later. But you say about that, Mom. So we're talking about if y'all have just joined us, do you talk too much? That's the topic today. Do you talk too much? And I've come to the revelation. I do. And I know y'all saying more quiet today because, bitch, I said I talk too much. So I'm taking a break. It's like, you know, I, I think that. <laughs> bitch, I'm taking a break, okay? I think that. I, I, I remember Miss Smith told me when I was a little girl at her kitchen table. And I may have been about. Nine or ten. I was a little girl. 
And she said to me, thank you, excuse me. She said to me, you talk so damn much. Either you're going to make a lot of money with your mouth or you're going to get your ass whipped a lot. Well, both has happened. <laughs> okay? Both, both has happened. Both has happened. But I think now at 48, it's caught up to me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, but you can use it in a positive way. I don't think that is such a negative thing. And I Look, think somebody said, I say, they said, I've learned how to apologize because I always say shit <laughs> with my mouth. So they've taught themselves the skill of apology. Yeah. Which is a great one to have because they've also taught themselves the skill of self-analysis. And in order for you to apologize, you had to have analyzed the situation. And I think the concern we as individuals have is that there's this world of perfection that we think we have to maintain. And there's the appearances of we've got to get it right. And if we by some chance get it wrong, that is a harsh blow to who we are. When there's something redeeming in the quality of an individual who may, it's the reason why you love Bobby Brown. Despite the mistakes that he may have made, there's something humble about his approach back to it. He ain't running from it and trying to defend it. He's like, this is what I did. But the community love him regardless. It's something to be said about individuals who are living and being themselves, but then are able to say, I made that mistake. It's the reason why, what's my man's name that plays Iron Man? Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. It's something you love about him, despite whatever challenges that he's had, because within the realms of being humbled by life, you're showing your strength by how you bounce back and a level of humility by being able to laugh at yourself. So it's when we find ourselves in situations where we do things that we regret, to have the ability to apologize for those things and then laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves so seriously it's going to help because it allows you to apologize with a lighter heart and not looking at it as you've just got 10 points deducted from cool from your stats for the day because the coolest thing that you've ever you ever could have done was apologize for saying something that you may not have wanted to have said we're talking about it, y'all. Do you talk? That's how you gonna come back at it. <laughs> that's, that's what you got. Do you talk too much? Do you talk too much? Listen, you know what is so funny? I'm so not conscious that I'm rocking, but the people are saying you're rock. It's such a comfort for me, y'all, and you don't even notice it. If you ask me anything, I'll tell you the truth. And you've made an again for yourself. It's like. You're going to be quiet today. This is the time in which you speak. So it's also picking and choosing when to implement your your practices of what it is that you do. Silence is not necessarily great when you need to say something. What is great is when you need to say something, you know how to say it. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, I, I think that's a challenge, too. I think that... Like you said it earlier, I think you can be so passionate about something yeah. in the moment yeah. 
and you're speaking on it in the moment. And it's like once you've taken time to absorb it or or say, you know what, shit, I said that or, mm. And then it's almost like you feel, I don't want to say stupid, but it's almost like I know what I said. Yeah. I know what I said. But, you know, what? after I thought about it, I think differently or I feel differently. And and for me, you're almost in a space of, but you said it. Yeah. You said it and you yeah. got to own it. It, yeah. it, it. There's no turning back. Those words were put out there. You have now said it. So I think that's when, when I say that, you know what, I need to be quiet because, and I'm not saying a bitch ain't going to talk. That's just, I would die yeah. if I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Like that would literally kill me. If yeah. someone said you've lost the ability to talk, I would say, well, then shoot me because <laughs> that's, this is what I live for. That's what I do. So, but I think that I need to be quiet more in my thoughts. If that makes sense. Like, I need to think my thoughts through more, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. if, if that makes sense. Because I think in not doing it, it can be challenging. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Because I've had plenty of times since I've been doing this new work thing, <laughs> being accountable. <laughs> this new being accountable thing. Yeah, as I've, I've, plenty of times I've left the, the situation went back in the room and got back up, went back in the room, said, I am just so sorry. And went back in there. And there's times that I had to talk to my pride and say, you got to go back again. Mm-hmm. But this is things that I'm working on towards saying, oh, look, I don't want to have to put that, that parenting out there as I'm the parent and I'm right. Right. right, and I'm getting fucking tired of saying I'm sorry. I'm tired of saying I'm sorry too. I, it's like I almost want to start yeah. saying it in another language because I say it in English. I'm getting fucking sick. Yes, of I'm tired of saying I'm sorry too. So I'm gonna learn yes. it in another language. So maybe then yes. it'll mean something different. Cause yes, you know. Yes, I had to finally. I had to sit down and tell him why I keep coming back saying I'm sorry because I'm working on some stuff, and then that's hopefully they can understand why <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through this thing. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's incredible to be able to say that because it's almost saying to a person, though I may be getting it wrong, I'm working on trying to make it right. And it allows people to kind of give you a a stay of execution, if you will, Mm -hmm. on judgment because you're saying, listen, it's the one that's acting like they're perfect, and then you see, is that a fly or flies around you because it appears there's some doo-doo right. around you that you're attracting, but you're supposed to be perfect. Why is that? Yeah, and that's the crazy thing about it is that I've perfected in the corporate setting to be able to hold my tongue and know when to speak and mm-hmm. not to speak, mm-hmm. but I haven't perfected it within my home. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the that's the crazy part because, and I didn't and I mean I'm just gonna go and say it I didn't I didn't realize that until <laughs> coming and working with you all because it was I was ready for corporate setting because mm-hmm. I could do that mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I could do that right. I was yeah. like look <laughs> we got what we what are we doing what are we going what are we doing right you got your you briefcase. Know, you know, you about to do hair, got a briefcase. I've been trained by the best. Right. Okay. I got that interview. Yes. Like, whatever. Okay. She was strong. Look, right. She now, was strong, but I, I but I understood it. Yeah, I, I understood and, it. And I had all I canceled out anything personal mm-hmm. 
in my life. When it came down to, you know, making it personal as far as a friendship, sister girl, you know, all that, I had canceled that, all that stuff, you know, and to say, I'm not getting wrapped up in that because I knew how my heart, I'd wear my heart out. And once once you get to know me, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm true to it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to be on the gray area with you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. it's almost like once I reveal that, it's almost like, look, whatever, if, if you hurt and I'm hurt, and it, it, it gets to be, so I just decided to say, look, I'm just going to stay on this side <laughs> right here. Because, and, but it's so, it's so crazy because once I got in, got involved and, and I started sitting back and I was just like, and then it would be times that I'll come in and you would say, well, you know, I don't need nothing. I was like, what you mean? You don't need nothing. <laughs> I was ready to work, you know? And then I would go home and then you would call and say, well, no, you ain't got to come in. I don't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> Do you hear me? And to be faced with my home life and be home and then have to do nothing. I was faced with this home. And yeah. now I'm faced with my kids that I raised and they and they, they coming back and I'm going and they face and they looking at me like, what's up with you? We don't do this. Mm-hmm. And I would see the boys come over and you would hug the boys and I would come over to my son and say, give me a hug, King. <laughs> and look at me like, what? <laughs> We don't do that, you know, and I and it hurt me. It hurt me that we don't do that. And so when I started, then so I did. I got the rah rah before the reason. I jumped straight in with all everything and was like, "This is what we gonna do now. We gonna start loving each other." And it was like, "Woman, get out of our face with this!" And it backfired again because Mm -hmm. I didn't tell them what was going on, and so. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my home, and that's, that's, you know. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. When you say it was like I'm shocked that I got it down in corporate yeah. but not at home. Yeah. However, when you think about it, what did you give more focus to in terms of how to handle yourself? Was it business or was it at home? Yeah, it was more business. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's a level of shock not to be had because what it proves is whatever you focus your mind in on, you're able to execute it to the highest because it shows in what you do as a professional. Mm-hmm. So that same conviction that you use, it's no doubt that you're attacking your family. Yeah. And now in the same way in which you were attacking business. Yeah. But again, with all of the flaws and all of that in between, that's the greatness that speaks to you because you're able to put the ridiculousness to the side because you took the time out to say, this shit is ridiculous. Is what am I doing? This is so wrong. It makes no sense. Yeah. So let me handle home with the same professionalism, if yeah. you will, yeah. that I handle business. Yeah. From a standpoint of let me tell you what it is that I'm feeling because it's never too late. Yeah. As long as you're alive, you still have blood. And the thing of it is when you have children that try to find parents who they've never met, mm-hmm. surely they're willing to reconnect with the ones they have. Yeah. And even though you may be in the same house, there's still the ability to reconnect with all that being said, so which may be the reason why you have said what you said too fast and whatever. Because I've known y'all since y'all 
Yeah, I used to change a diaper. Right. Y'all pee on me. Right. Now y'all grown and you trying to talk back. You got a yeah. brain. Yeah. Right. You got a brain. Right. No. And it's like, <laughs> but they do. <laughs> they do because there's a lot of things that they learn from you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that old saying about when the student becomes the teacher, because our children have made us students because let us try to work something electronically. Yeah. <laughs> we standing there looking like fellas. Come here now. What is this thing right here? Two. Dad, yeah. that's that's the on button. Yeah. Oh, okay then. That's the technical name for it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. When you are able to embrace that, we don't know it all. Yeah. But how can we learn more when we find ourselves in that position where we are devoid of something? And are able to ask for help. You're asking your kids for help in terms of patience. That's awesome. Yes, but the, the the crazy thing about it is, is that once you start this, it's a it's a very humbling experience because once you allow them to have the floor to talk, you gotta take it because they because <laughs> they now going to tell you about you mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're going to be sitting there looking like no nah, I didn't say say that much <laughs> now <laughs> you getting beside yourself respect your elder mm-hmm. okay right 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 no right no. Y'all, this is Monique and Sydney's open relationship and today we are talking about do you talk too much mm-hmm. do you talk too much like, do you talk so damn much that even when you're quiet, you're talking? <laughs> even when I'm quiet, I'm talking. That's why I probably think, I, I know I'm probably supposed to get eight hours of sleep, but goddamn if I don't talk for about six of them. I know it. Because sometimes I wake up and I'm like, why is that these damn dark circles under my eyes? Because I know I got in the bed at 10 o'clock. And I know it's 7 o'clock. There should be no reason for this, but I've talked from 10 o'clock to about four, yeah. just with shit, yeah. and it can just be going. I, I create stories. No, yes. I go through the emotions of the creations. <laughs> I might fall asleep, wake back up, but I'm. It's like I don't think my mind is resting, yeah. so I'm always talking. That's why when I say, "Do you talk too much?" Not even when you're opening up your mouth, but just really, when do you rest your thoughts? Right. And I think that I don't rest my thoughts. Well, I think asking to rest your thoughts is a bit more difficult to rest your tongue because it's something that seems to be a level of uh, control that we don't have over. It's kind of like when we go to sleep and the dreams that we have, we like, where did that come from? Because had we been able to control that shit, we wouldn't have dreamed about running from it. Okay? See, somebody <laughs> said, do you meditate? <laughs> Listen. And this is when I feel like people ain't listening to me. <laughs> this is when I'm and, saying. And this is when it gets problematic. Right, right, this is when it gets problematic, okay? Right here when Doreen has sneaked out the basement door because she said, you going to ask me, bitch, about meditation? And I told you that I can't relax my damn thought. My meditation comes in. Let me tell you how I meditate. And this is the one thing that's always calmed me. And as a child, they told my mother that I would grow out of it. Because my mother thought that it was a mental issue. Because I would rock myself in the bed until I would get dizzy. And then when I got dizzy, it would allow me to fall asleep. Now, I know that sounds crazy as shit. As shit. But when she took me to the doctor to get it checked out, I was maybe around eight, right? And they were like, she's going to grow out of this. When I'm 48, 
And I still have to do that same shit. Rock myself till I can get dizzy. And then I'll fall off the sleep. I remember the very first time that I saw you rock. Yes. And we, this was in 93. We had a place together, okay? And I, my bathroom was upstairs on the third floor, you know. She had the nice room with the bathroom in it. So I'm walking to the bathroom, which I would share with Shalom, who would piss on this toilet seat. Okay, okay, but, he okay, was three. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just trying to give, I'm just trying to give we'll a description of what it. I experienced. Go on and paint it. So just speaking to the trivial of what I was going to endure this day. So upon leaving the restroom facilities, I then walked by, I was going down the steps, and looked over to the right, whereby I saw Monique going like this, down, up, down, <laughs> up, down, up, with her shoulders. And I ran in the room like, are you all right? Like, I'm thinking she's seizing up, like she having a seizure. I done heard about this shit, I done seen it too. Get a wallet, put them in their mouth so they don't bite their tongue. She was like... Nigga, you ain't never seen me rock before. Get off of me. What's wrong with you? I'm like, what's wrong with you? She's like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm rocking. I'm like, you what? I'm rocking. I'm like, oh, okay then. Tell me about that. And years later, to this day, she rocking. Spending the night. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And we sleeping on the twin bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you just deal with it. All right, Tom. Yeah, I, it, 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 it's that is a comfort for me. I can't. It, that is all, and it allows me to see tomorrow. It's the craziest thing. I can, if I am angst, if I am just off, I, I'll say I need to go rock because that's always been that thing. Even as a kid, even now, it has always been that that comfort to me. But even in my rocking, I'm still going. Like it's it's not that I'm it's not that when I rock it calms me. I'm still going until I just can't go no more. And then it's like okay, <laughs> but you also do it when you're happy because yeah, that's what you I say. you say I'm bringing. It's almost like I'm bringing in the good things. You yeah, know? it allows me to see. It allows me to see that thing. Like it it allowed me to see the Monique show. It allowed me to see. It allowed me to see what the what it is that I'm asking for. I can I can see the whole thing from beginning to end. If me instead of having a conversation about something and it's about a show or whatever we get ready to do, I'm like, you know what, Daddy, I need to go rock because I gotta see it. I gotta. So it's always been that thing that has allowed me. Somebody said their grandmother rocked because it would stop them from throwing a shoe. Somebody said <laughs> that they deal with. Um, children that do that and their understanding from this conversation is nothing wrong with wow. them. I've always done it and it's the one thing without, and I'm glad they didn't tell my mother to medicate me yeah. because to watch that happen, it can be frightening yeah. and then, then don't let goddamn Beyonce come on who run the world. Yeah. I am slinging myself back <laughs> and forth so hard back because forth. I'm now on a stage dancing so whatever that song is I'm doing it so I can only imagine what that could be for somebody but for me it's that thing that just calms it down. And now I could be shooting fucking hair wrong, so I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna go rock. Well, okay. That, I heard that. Yes, you could. You could do that, and that's a no great side. choice instead. But what's funny is the person asked you earlier, 
did you meditate? And you said, this is what makes me think people ain't listening to me. That Doreen now going to cuss them out. <laughs> but then now you would say I was speaking too fast because in your own way, that's your form of it meditation. Is, yeah, it is. You know, and everyone doesn't have to sit in the lotus position right. with their middle finger and thumb pressed against each other talking about ohm. That's what Russell Simmons tried to show me one time. Uh, he said, hold your fingers together and squeeze them real tight. <laughs> And then just think nothing. I wanted to say, if you don't get the fuck on one of me with that bullshit, because it ain't working for you. Then you want to tell me, squeeze my damn fingers tight and think of nothing. Well, I have to think of something because I'm thinking that I'm squeezing my fingers tight. And now I'm thinking that I'm getting irritated. You would tell me to squeeze my damn fingers tight. Tight because that shit ain't working. And that's why he's gonna tell you you need to squeeze them tighter because you ain't gotta talk to me like that. And I'm trying to help your ass out. Okay. You already said you don't talk too much. Now I'm trying to help you out. But it's like, do you know why he's trying to teach you like that? Why? Because that's the way he was taught. <laughs> he only sharing and he only sharing oh. the information and shit. But what you should have said to him was, look, let me show you how I, I meditate. Then it, bam, bam. Then if and I, turn some Beyonce on and rock until you dizzy. <laughs> See, I think. To, listen, yeah. this podcast allows me to say shit yeah. that normally no one would ever know, and 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 it's so it's so unrestricted. You'd be just like, go. It's like, yeah. If somebody actually saw me doing that, they would send a straitjacket in. Yeah. Yeah, not an You're so used it. to it. Like, you've grown up with me. You Shit, you saw me rock before anybody saw me rock because we slept in the same bed. So it was like, you would curl up over in the corner like, that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. And then we go to sleep. And right. at some point, my wow. partner went to sleep. But it, I think that it soothed me, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, think, the yeah, motion. The like, motion of the movement. it soothed me, too. Like, I was never like, I'm going to go get it built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're moving too much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but I think that it soothed me too. But it's just something that goes with you. I I don't know. I don't. It don't bother I me at all. And I have been, and we have been night. in the um the same room. And I have come over to your room, knocked on the door, and said, "Monique, Mm-mm. I pushed the door. Oh fuck it, she's I'm rocking. 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 <laughs> rocking. She don't hear me now. Now I'll rock before a show. Mm-hmm. I have to rock before a comedy show. Because it lets me see the show. It, as crazy as that is, it's almost like I've got to get that in. Like, i got to have that time to rock and see that show before I go to that show. And I'm not even trying to go to sleep then. Like, I just got to see it. I got I to gotta envision what's ready to happen and what's going down. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm surrounded by people that don't be like, yes, this I'm bitch is crazy because what I'm is not, she doing? Knock. And I open the door. <laughs> just, yeah, look, that's that black girls rock. Yes, we do. Literally. <laughs> Literally. But we're talking about, do you talk too much? And and having these conversations, it actually lets me talk it through and out loud to let me know I'm not crazy. Because I think sometimes I'll be in my head, I'm like, am I the only fucking one going through this? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Because it woke me up. Like, it literally woke me up out of my sleep. I rolled over on my back and I said, I talk too much. Just it was almost like the spirits that I need you to say it so you can hear it. It's like I talk too much. And I think that for a lot of us, we don't take out the time 
to consider what we're saying because I think there are a few reasons why. One, we want to say what we think the other person wants to hear. Two, we're not courageous to say what it is that we really want to say. And three, we may not know really what we want mm-hmm. to say, but we just want to say something because we don't want <laughs> right. to be quiet. Like there was a time on stage for me that when it was silent, I thought I was bombing. I couldn't take the quiet. Well, now I live for it. It's like now we look at each other like, how long can we keep it quiet? But there was a time I couldn't, I couldn't take no one not talking. Even if I'm having a conversation and it goes quiet, I'll be like, okay, is somebody get ready to say something? Yeah. We do it on our walks sometimes. Right, it'll just get... It, just quiet. But I think we've gotten quiet. used to it. And then we'll pick back up where it's yeah. like, okay, you, you finished your thought? I'm finished my... Yeah, but it's just like even in interviews, and I was telling Sid in interviews, I think I talk too much sometimes because I feel like I want to say what I want to say. And they'll say, I was going to ask you that next question, but you've answered the next four <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just in what you've said. So I think for me it's finding that balance. It is really finding that balance and being a stand-up, which I think is something that you don't want to say out loud, but it is what it is. You crave that attention. Because stand-up is just you. It ain't you not no goddamn trio. You not no singing group. You don't have no backup dancers. It is just you and the microphone. Mm-hmm. And all the attention is on you. Mm-hmm. All of it. May it be 200 people, 2,000 people, 20,000 people. For that moment, all the attention is on you. So I don't know if sometimes as a performer, it's hard when the attention's not on you. Mm-hmm. So do you keep talking because you're so used to the attention? Mm-hmm. It's like, this is what I do. Yeah. I, th- that's all I got to say about the <laughs> shit. I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, but that's, that's all you can do yeah. is try to figure it out because there was a time in your life where you can reflect and say you didn't try to figure it out and you were just doing what it was that you did and with no consideration but the great part is when it comes to a point in your life where you start reflecting on what it is that you've done. I mean, sometimes we look at life as this going to be this extended thing where everything goes perfect. But part of it is, is you got to deal with the bullshit. And a lot of the bullshit that you're going to have to deal with is the bullshit that you brought on yourself. You brought into your life. And it's easy to want to blame somebody else. Because we may say, again, I wanted to say something, but I wasn't courageous enough. Who wasn't courageous enough? I wasn't courageous enough. But we hold the other person responsible so that when we do say something, now we've said too much, but it was too little of the right thing and too much of the wrong thing that oftentimes didn't have anything to be. It wasn't relevant because you're talking about just emotions. How are we going to back this up with some facts and credence to what we're talking about? Because at the end of the day, there are many people that we can out-talk and many that can out-talk us. But at the end of the day, do we want to out-talk someone or do we want to be right, not in the argument, but right in our spirit when we walk away from the conversation? So it is no argument. Y'all, we talking about it today. Do you talk too much? Do you never shut up? 
Like, do you talk to, like, are you the person that when you come into the room, it's like, oh, here she come. And now it's going to be everything she want to discuss, <laughs> everything she feel and she thinking. And then when you leave out, do they sigh in relief? Like, now we can go back to having a communication, or having a conversation with the whole community. Like, are you that person? Are you? And if so, why? Because, again, a lot of... <laughs> A lot of the end result of what we see is not the catalyst, too. It's like that person may have heart disease, but the heart disease didn't start from the heart. It started from their mouth because they didn't brush it, and the plaque got down in their system and affected their heart. Now, you say, now, nigga, you don't have gone too far. What does that mean? Well, it's the equivalent of is it really that, again, you talk too much because— it's not about you talking too much. It's about the origin of those thoughts and what you're sharing. Because for most people, would you talk too much if you were saying everything that they wanted to hear? Mm. You could talk as long as you want to. Go ahead. Tell me some more nice shit about me. <laughs> Go ahead. But, I talk a lot. You know, but it's like what is the reason for it more so than just the result of it? Because you had a heart attack, but why? We got to find out the reason why you had it. That's just the end result. So we got to find out why is it we talk too much? What's the reason that we say what we say as opposed to, you know, taking it in moderation, being able to listen more? I've heard you're supposed to uh, listen twice as much as you speak, which is the reason why they say you have two ears and one mouth. Now, that's kind of hard. I remember when we was... A lot younger. <laughs> a lot younger. And my mother saying to me, who was that you was just talking to on the phone? I ain't hear you say a word, and you was on there for about 30 minutes. I said that was Monique. She said, I was talking to She said, you might have been doing a lot of listening, but you sure wasn't doing no talking. <laughs> I said, that's my friend. I enjoy her. And So this ain't no new shit. This ain't, okay. this, 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 this. You've always been somewhat of entertainment, but again, <laughs> I've listened and then have enjoyed your stories. And you've enjoyed being entertainment for whatever reason. Do you talk too much? Do you talk too much? And someone said, um, they just made a statement. They said, is it not that you talk too much, but you think too little? There it is. That's that. Hey. There it is. Uh, too little about what it was that you just spoke about. Did you? Do you? Because is that the real issue? You know, that could be. That, 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 that could be. Because I think that oftentimes we're just in the moment. May it be good, bad, or indifferent. You know, you could just be in the moment of something. And I remember one time saying to Sid when we first got together. And... I think we were coming back from a doctor's appointment. I was well. We first got together because I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we because that makes makes me think I'm a whore. But we had been together for a minute, right? And I was I was pregnant, and we was coming back from the doctor's. And I don't know what I said. I said something that was to the left, and he checked me on it. And I said, "Listen, what I'm not going to deal with 
is you checking me at every turn. So I'm letting you know right now, that's not going to happen. Like, you want me to think before I say everything that I say? I got to think about right everything. And then that's what he said. He said, yeah. <laughs> like, Just in one word. I was like, well, shit, I'm pregnant. And my foot is off. God damn it. But, yeah, I remember that. It was like, yes, you must think about everything before you say it. You must. And I agree with that. However, I'm, I'm okay, because I heard you breathe in. No, I was laughing. So, oh, when I'm on stage, I don't give myself enough time to think. Because I think that if I do, it would take away my funny. I think that if I really thought, like, some of the shit I set up on that stage, and Robin be like, that is too much. Like, what did you just say? But I didn't give myself, I just let it happen. And I didn't give myself a chance to say, well, if I say this, and I don't even think about it. It just happens. So I do need to think about everything I say. I really do. 90% of the time. <laughs> no. No, no, but you're right. It's like, but that's the key to strategizing your strengths versus your weakness, and that's knowing where to apply them. The things that you do on stage when you step off the... When you step on stage and someone comes to your show after 26 years of performing comedy, it's enter at your own risk. They already yes. know that this is an adult conversation <laughs> That is going to be blessed with the real, sprinkled all over it with a little Make bit, with words. all truth or no, a lot of truth because there's going to be some exaggeration to it to expose the ridiculousness of the situation. <sighs> but with that being said, then that's the stage and then there's off the stage because there's certain things that you can say. But see, again... With the understanding that Monique has the unique ability to, to say things to people that mere mortals won't get away with <laughs> because she can go to the store and people don't approach her saying, can I get your autograph? They want to hug or they want to talk about shit from around the way because she regular folk, right? So when you go to the store and a woman pulls you up and says, has anybody ever told you you look like Monique? And she says... Yes, they have. And then she keeps going on about their business. And then when she leaves out, the lady says to her, I'm sorry, but you just look like Monique. As she grabs her by the arm and then, are you Monique, she says. And then Monique says, yes, I am. Then they say, no, you're not. You're not Monique. Okay, if you Monique, what's the name of the actors that was on the parkers with you? And then only Monique can say to the woman, bitch, I'm not playing no goddamn game show with you. I just told y'all, Monique, and she not be disturbed that she called a bitch. She just looked at it like my girlfriend just said to me, fool, I'm not playing with you. And then Monique says to a lady just walking by, how you doing, sister? Let me ask you a question. What's your name? And the sister's like, Pam, my name is Monique. And then the girl goes crazy like, you ain't Monique. Okay, so when you have situations like that, you got a lot for the fact that she's able. And again, ever since we were kids, that's why I used to look at her like, you're magic, bitch. You're magic. Because you can just say things and just get away with it. I'm like, how do you do that? 
let me learn how to do it. <laughs> and then I marry you, and then it be, it's bestowed upon me, and I'm like, oh, but not everything. Not everything. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So it's like, <laughs> oh, y'all, shit. Come on now. Okay, now. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something. This goddamn podcast is saving my life. Yeah. I'm going to tell you now, it's saving my life. And and, and I wish all y'all could have one. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it lets you say the shit, yeah. and you got to deal with it. And then, then this is forever. Yeah. This goddamn podcast is forever. So when I get to showing off, I got to listen back to it and hear the shit, okay? And even when I'm on stage, I, I, when I'm on stage... And if I've shown off, okay, if I if, if I have done some shit, when I get to that stage, I know they be looking like, where we get ready to go? Because now I got to tell it because I don't feel good in my spirit. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, yeah. I have shown off. And I'm going <laughs> to tell y'all <laughs> what I did. Right. And they be like, bitch, I did it too. I did it too. You're not right. by yourself. Right. So it helps me not to go insane. There's nothing wrong with that. You got to find it where you can find it. Sometimes I say shit, then I look at you like I said it. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> right. And you, you threw down your last book on space, like, bam. Damn shit. Right. I'm no, with you. This is not Doreen. This is Monique. Yeah. See, they know Doreen. They know Doreen. They know Doreen, Doreen is me. They, 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 they don't know the name, know the name they know but they ain't never met Doreen. Listen, when she get ready to come, that, it just gets dark. Be like, hey, 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 hey. Where's Monique? Yeah, no. Lightning clouds. <laughs> I need you to punch you know, me. I, like, I want you to look in the mirror. I want to hold the mirror up one time. And you see, they don't know Doreen. Look, they said, baby, you've done a lot and said a lot, and then you confess to the audience. That's why we love yes. you. And again, again, that's that's yeah. the that's the reality because yeah. people we when by the conversation being what it is, and it is the open relationship of communication with the world at large, you find that people are a bit more empathetic and a bit more open to your flaws when you're able to say it versus posing as if you're flawless. Because who's looking for flawless? You're looking for someone you can coexist with because you say to yourself, as imperfect the fuck I am, you're flawless? How do we work? You're going to have to constantly overlook my flaws. But when we are flawed and then we treat others like we're flawless, then that is where the problem begins. (laughs) Because you have to understand that if you're flawed, when someone else flaws arrive on the hip hop scene, then you got to be able to say, okay, let me show you some empathy versus let me show you the motherfucking door. Okay? I can show you some empathy or I can show you the motherfucking door. This is what happens. Monique be saying, sorry. And Doreen be saying, I ain't sorry. And I'm like, bitch, we are sorry. No, you're not, though. And I'm like, and she, oh, she'd be like, no. Yes. No. You're not, though. <laughs> uh-huh. I agree. I don't know what to push. Tommy T, where we, Daddy? Okay, we, okay. All right, you know, we don't know nothing about this technology. 
So, you know, I am, I am, I am grateful for the show today. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful because my heart was heavy because mm-hmm. I talked too much. Okay. Sometimes I talk to the TV. Oh. I talk to the Facebook. Yeah. All some of that shit I see on that Facebook, I talks. Yeah. To that goddamn Facebook, <laughs> I talk to the Twitter. I talk. I meant Facebook briefly. I, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. And again, it's kind of like something you had said earlier when we were talking about um, silence. They said I'm talking to this podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's like you were talking about silence and the ability to have it. And I remember some years ago us having a conversation in reference to being comfortable with silence because it's not a bad thing because silence oftentimes when your audience is watching, that's because they're engaged, they're listening. You didn't lay the punchline and they silent. silent. You're telling the story and they're listening. So it's like to be able to enjoy the quiet while you may be listening to your thoughts with somebody is a special time. It's kind of like not understanding why when you yawn, I yawn, not understanding why if y'all hang around each other long enough, y'all going to fuck each other's menstrual cycles up. Because uh, well, that's already, th- that's already uh, happened. Baby, right. one time right. I think I had one about six times in my life. Six. I need to be in the hospital. And, and, and I <laughs> prefer that y'all stay away when that happens because it's like, well, wait a minute. Where's my time? Where's my time to shine, okay? <laughs> Y'all gonna be hanging around and, and shit. Surrounded by nothing but but women. God. Come on. Oh, so it's like all over the right. Place. So since you can't, we can't understand what that is. But there's some sort of telepathic connection. It's like there's something that's being shared in that silence that you're having with that time. And part of it is a level of trust to be quiet, not to have to gauge where that person is. Just being with them is enough, you know. So it's like it's something to be said about it, which speaks to why we don't have to always talk when we're with certain people. Because there's some people you feel like, for some as Monica said to me, it just seemed like I got to carry the conversation with certain (laughs) situations with people and stuff. And it's like you really don't. You don't have to carry it because if they want to talk, they'll talk. If you want to talk, you talk. And that's what it is. You know, I remember, though, <clears throat> you were the only person I could be quiet around as kids. as uh, You were the only person when I would come to your mother's house, I could sit in that red rocking chair, and we not say anything. And there was nothing wrong, and I felt the need not to say anything. But you were the only person I could do that with. Well, ain't that some shit? I, I, I don't know why. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's why we're together, because we two nuts. Okay. All right, Dad. Nut, nutty and buddy. <laughs> and, then, and then, y'all, let me tell you how fucking inconsiderate I used to be. Oh, I would call you and talk, just talk. And the moment I got finished, and he would say, "Well, let me tell you, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go because I've." Uh, and every time he would say, okay, Monique. That's what it is. But it ain't heavy. It ain't heavy. See, y'all out here, 
when you see someone fighting to be the best that they can possibly be and they're going through the struggles in your life, it's a wonderful thing to sometimes see them cry in their reflection because it's not a bad thing. It's the thing that can motivate us to say, I don't want to cry anymore for the lack of consideration that I may have felt that I've given to others. But that's called growth. That's not something we deny ourselves the opportunity to share because that's the reason why people dig you. Because, again, you're not posing like you're perfect. You know the perfect colors. You know the perfect dress to wear. Call upon us. We're perfect. (laughs) 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 It's the Monique and Sydney Perfect Show where everyone here is perfect. How about you? Like... That's not what this is. Nigga, they were fired. They were fired <laughs> my fire. ass on the first commercial they break. Us. They were fire us. We 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 talked about it. We talked about it. We talked about it. And I'm grateful for us to be able to talk about it. You know? I'm grateful for it. And and y'all just get to see for sixty minutes <laughs> what I put his ass through for twenty three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all get to see it for 60 minutes. Okay? Now, shit. And while we at it, thank y'all for tuning in to CBS, to the Play.it. Please come check us out. Tell a friend. Tune in. Play.it. Only can Sydney's open relationship. Yes. Just got to put that in there. You put it in there, baby. Tell a friend now. Tell a friend and tell another friend. And, and tell keep... them to tell their mamas and some other friends, too. Yeah, and tell all of them. Because, again, I know I ain't unique. Tommy T, no. Rob Lee, we ain't unique, sisters. And we're sisters going through the same challenges and hurdles that all women go through. And I don't want to say black women. It's just women, period. Because at them goddamn shows, it be every color women coming up and they saying the same shit. Nobody's saying, because I'm white, I deal with this. And because I'm green, I deal with... Now, if a green bitch ever approach me, <laughs> if ever approach me, she better okay, have a dollar we swinging. Right. We ain't no questions being asked, nothing. But the women that come up to me, they're coming with the same stories. The same things, which makes me say, and which makes me say to them, listen, don't think that I have the answer because my story is your fucking story. When you come up here and say, Monique, I'm hurting about some shit that happened 10 years ago, I'm like, bitch, I got you beat. Okay, my shit is 15 years ago now, and you want to have this conversation about some hurt shit we can pull up? And But to add on to that, because, you know, being a woman, it allows you to think about women, but if you also consider the men that are at your show. Yes. It speaks to no one, it's not unique, whether it's men or women, because they're coming up to you in reference to their relationship, thanking you for having that conversation somewhat as an advocate, but as men out there too, it's not always uh, the women, it's not always the men, it's two people, whoever's involved, it's the two of them learning how to work that out. And if you're, as long as you're able to have open and honest conversation, then you can accomplish anything because the problem that most of us have is not talking enough, again, about what is really eating us. And we got to visit with ourselves to make that happen because that information is not going to be on the outside. That information is on the inside. 
So with that being said, my love, L-U-B. Come on, then. That's how we say it in the hood. Uh, L- my love, boy. Yeah. But you know I mean love. I know what you mean. Okay. Oh, you going to bring it on home? I'm going to bring it. Give it to on him. home. I'm going to tell y'all now. Shit. Mm, <laughs> okay, mm, now. Mm, well, wait a minute. This feel like we, uh, for me. Kick it. You know how you go to church? And when you leave, you feel full, yeah. like you needed that. Like, and then, and then sometimes you be thinking, why is his ass talking right to me? Yeah. It's not that he's talking right to you. Every bitch in there is going through the same thing. So whoever he look at, yeah. you feel like he. Talk- I felt like I felt like I needed it. Yeah. And thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank us all for having this conversation. Thanks, CP- CBS. Okay. Thank James Ferry up in this mother for doing what he does. Come thank on. Regina Fang. Wow. Okay. And the rest I of the crew. Thank you. Everybody. Heavenly Father. Oh, give it to him. For shining your light on me. I'm going to just let you do someone it. Someone who really loves me. Loves me. You. And not just my body. Oh, but he like makes that, me happy. So very happy. I owe my thanks to thee yeah. that you will send me. Mm-hmm. I got to stop right now. Okay. I got to stop right now because that's spirit. Got you. Okay. And I want to thank you for stopping. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank each and every one of you for listening today and for tuning in. And, and we really hope that you do tell a friend, tell another friend, because we believe that these words are are, 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 are going to make a difference. And at the very least, they're coming from my heart. And hopefully, you know, you can just take the best, leave the rest, keep it moving. That's what we suggest. Amen. Oh, baby. Take us home, baby. We want to thank you all for listening. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. My name is Monique. And I'm Sydney. And we love y'all. For free. Mwah.